Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Divine. Divine's a podcast where we discuss the or where web development and design overlap. My name's Tom Lucy. I'm a graphic designer focused on branding. Joined today by Nick. G'day, guys. How are we doing? Um, Nick here. I run a digital agency out of Melbourne. And we are also today joined by Alex. Um, he's been working in hospitality uh, IT for the past seven years and is currently sort of moving or starting the transition into moving into web and app development. So what's up, Alex? How you doing, mate? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. VVV good. No problem. Um, so today we're going to talk about uh, pivoting into the industry. Um, so a little bit relevant. So Alex is kind of going through that at the moment. And obviously, I guess me and Tom kind of did that at one at one point. Um, but before we get into details, uh, Alex, what have you been doing in the past sort of uh, week or couple of weeks? Um, so I've started working for another company part-time. Cool. Um, so it's a business school and I've just been doing online work for them remotely. So that's been good, learning lots of stuff. Nice, nice, nice. Um, also building a new restaurant in Brisbane, in Fortitude Valley, for cool. my oh, current right. company. Yep. Yeah, cool. So that'll be... What kind of restaurant is it? Uh, it's like a fine dining restaurant. What kind of food? I'm not sure. <laughs> I work in IT. <laughs> um, but that's what, that's I'll let you know when that's I come back. I program the menu in because yeah. that's when I'll find out. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they, they haven't given me the menu yet, which I'm a bit angry about, but you know, hopefully right. they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and other than that, not much. Swimming. Swimming. Yep, I enjoy yep. swimming. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, cool. What about you, uh, Tomo? Um, last week or so. I mean, last time we caught up was probably two weeks ago. Yeah, something like that. A week, um, week and a half, yeah. So I've since been to Brisbane and back, pretty close to Fortitude Valley, actually. Uh-huh. Alex, I uh, was at uh, the design conference, um, nice. which I'm not, you know, alluding to the name of a design conference. <laughs> that's, that's actually that's the name, the name okay, that right, they right. chose, <laughs> um, which was awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice. What are some notable people? Or um, James Brown was was one guy who kind of blew me away with his talk. Uh-huh. Um, just has a really cool. Um, take on things, right? You know, he's just like, like energy he's, wise, like yeah, and also just he's like he just uh, doesn't take himself too seriously yeah, at yeah, all, yeah, yeah. and um, does amazing work, right. like huh. really really cool restaurants. Yeah. Um, is one of the things he does quite well. And interesting, we were eating at Hotel Jesus like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, un- unaware, but it's just he's so bang on it. Um, I guess celebrating a culture yeah, um, yeah so how it translates to yeah the fit out and just like architecture the whole experience I guess yeah so. and he's kind yeah. of an all-rounder with um an ability to yeah translate culture into architecture and yeah, graphic yeah, cool. design and, and food alex have you been to hotel jesus no it's just i have not yeah so it's on smith street and it's um a Mexican place. It is so good. Yeah. yeah so we should, I will have, yeah, we'll have we'll to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have to debrief off. So he was great. Um, and Christo, it was it was really nice to meet him. And, yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, resulting from some of our conversations, signed up to a business boot camp, yeah, which right. is coming up in July. R- run by him, right? Well, him and his team, yeah, 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 um, yeah. which will be seven weeks. That sounds fun. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, anticipating a lot of challenge mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully a lot of growth to come from it. Nice. Um, last thing, last week, I uh, did a photo shoot for my band on Sunday, which was nice. heaps, heaps of fun, yeah. in like an old legal office. Really? Yeah. In the so, city? No, no, uh, in Brunswick. It's yeah. uh, my mate's dad's office. We call it the Sydney Road Hit Factory. <laughs> um, sounds like a band name. Well, stay tuned. <laughs> no, so that was heaps of fun. 
Um, how about you, Nick? What have you been up to the last week? Uh, so I've been getting ready to go overseas. I'm going to go um, live and work in Chiang Mai for a little while. So I yeah. am like pack- I'm moving out of my house in the process. Or, like, have you been to Chiang Mai before? I've never been to Thailand before. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. Food I've, time. Oh, God, I cannot <laughs> wait. So I've, yeah, I've been to Malaysia and the Philippines before. Yeah. And I feel like in Malaysia, holy God, the food there was just yeah. so good. Because yeah. it was like sort of this mix between like all these different sort of Southeast Asian cuisine. Oh, my God. It's they serious. got it down. It was just so they, good. They got it going on. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> super excited for the food there. Yeah. Um, and then also the weather because it's currently really bad in Melbourne. Actually, I think today it was saying it was going to be like 100K winds potentially. Nice. And up to 20 mil of rain. Nice. I'll That's get a... my kite out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in Chiang Mai then, basically. That's the trade-off, living in Melbourne. Everything else is awesome, but it's just like... Winter comes around, it's like, ugh. Yeah, and I do try and convince myself that, oh, like, you know, you, you don't re- realise how nice the summer is unless you have a little bit of winter just to try mm. and get through the winter months, but really, no. that's complete crap. No. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. No, no, you know, light and dark, yeah, contrast no, between no. our summer and winter. Enough of that, thanks. All right. Um, and so, yeah, what else have I been doing? Um, doing uh, some development on a project at the moment, which has been a little frustrating. We sort of skipped over and made some assumptions that we shouldn't have made at the beginning. Um, so that sort of come back to bite us in the butt a little bit. It was a bit of a shame. Um, and then also last week went to the Sydney Commons to do a talk up there around um, task and how project did, management. How did that go? Yeah, it was good. Like, there weren't that many people there, um, but it went well. Like, it's just a bit of fun anyway. Like, I love talking about that stuff. I could talk about it for ages, so yeah, that was nice. kind of good. Um, and, yeah, and the Sydney Commons was a pretty cool place. It's massive, so it's like three stories, and they're still building They're building a basketball court. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you end up, like, exploring? Because when I went there, I just kind of sat down, got to work, and left. Yeah, like, we walked around a little bit, um, but there's not... Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely not the same as here. Like, here I feel like it's way more community-focused with that mm. back area, whereas mm. in that one it wasn't so much. And also it's not very full, right, because it's still relatively new. Oh, okay. and, right. and the other facilities aren't complete. Like I said, the basketball yeah. court, and there's, like, an outside chill area and stuff like that, and the podcast room and a, something else. So, like, yeah, it's still... Cool. Still a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but still, that was fun. Um, and then, although apparently we took the Melbourne weather with us because it was just raining virtually, oh. like, almost the entire time. I don't think it actually stopped raining the entire time we were there. <laughs> so that made the pub crawl that night really fun. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, so let's get into it. So pivoting into the industry, um, I guess for a little bit of context, maybe, Alex, sort of, like, where, I guess, are you in this journey or, or what is the industry you're trying to pivot into or sort of, like, well, what's that all about? Yeah, I'll give you a bit of a rundown. Mm. So for the last year I've been working for this company that own two big franchises in Australia and basically me and another gentleman we do all the IT for them yeah yeah. Um, so in the last maybe three or four months I've been studying coding practicing coding Nick's Uh been helping me yep and um, as of recently I've gone to four days a week at my current job uh, and started working for that business school um, which has also given me a lot of freedom to spend more time coding um, and getting myself up to speed doing that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so that hopefully I can go into web development or app development in the future um, so that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm kind of in this middle ground between working full time and trying to wind that down and allocate more time for myself to yep. to practice coding and hopefully get some real business experience doing. Yeah, yeah. So, what I guess what, what was the reason that made you sort of decide? Okay, I actually want to change. Or yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess there's a few things. One is obviously working nine to five. If anyone hasn't done that before i would suggest you know avoid it if if you can um but if you can't obviously you know what i'm talking about um there there are some kind of i guess restrictions with having a job like that and responsibilities and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i mean they're good and they bring about structure and things like that um but moving forward i want to have a bit more freedom and the ability to kind of pursue different projects and other work avenues and i think having the ability to 
uh, work remotely one, choose how much I work and still make a living uh, would be very beneficial for that kind of, I guess, work-life balance. Um, I also have been very reactionary in my roles. So previously... Um, a lot of my jobs, I was technical manager for a support company as well. So I managed their inbound support and yeah. outbound support. Um, and a lot of that stuff is very reactionary. Yeah, and my current job yeah. is very reactionary. Uh-huh. Build a venue. Yeah. All right. What do we do? Yeah. yeah, cool. yeah. Um, whereas I'd like to be more proactive and creative yeah, okay. in my work yeah, as yeah, yeah. some sort of outlet. Yeah. 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 Does what sort of um, any, any similarities there, Tomo, that you sort of experienced when you started? Um, yeah, I think it's important to, I guess, define what we mean by pivoting or breaking into industry or making a transition because it's moving from one career path to another, really. Mm. Um, my experience was working full-time um, or doing a full-time internship at a company um, and <laughs> realised pretty quickly that I didn't want to pursue the corporate world. Right, right. And... Um, do you think it was partly the role or was it just the corporate structure or like do you think you could work in a larger corporation one day or a larger whatever if you enjoyed the role or do you reckon it's just it's part well, of the structure as well that did it? There are a lot of things. Yeah. I think um just like on a personal level like Yeah, yeah. being surrounded by suits and that kind of environment like it just didn't I didn't identify with it at all. Yeah. I was like yeah. this is almost if you had to fill a bucket with all the things that are opposite to what I <laughs> aspire to. Yeah. This this would be it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, it's important to... to uh, yeah, it's worth exploring the kind of things that triggered um, me looking at mm. other career paths. Yeah. And one of the first things was looking around and thinking, like, I don't actually want to be any of these people yeah, who right. are senior to me. I don't yeah, look yeah, up yeah. to anyone here. In five or ten years, like, I don't want to be that. I think that's yeah. a big thing. Or yeah. two years yeah. or two weeks. Like, there, were, there was no stage ahead of me that I was like, oh, yeah, I really, yeah, I yeah. really want to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there were heaps of trade-offs being made in that workplace and, and none of them were putting first, like, passion or... Yeah. There wasn't much passion floating around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what was the question. It, um, if if my experience was similar to Alex, yeah, or just way. like yeah, what was what was it that made you sort of take the or make the shift? It sounds like that first impression left a bad taste in your mouth. If that makes sense, yeah, potentially. Um, I mean, as soon as I started getting more and more exposure to running my own business, I, you know. I loved it. Those things started clicking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think, like, I grew up working in hospitality, working with my uncle who now has, like, a a bunch of um, restaurants. Yeah. And seeing, like, firsthand kind of um, that approach to business, I was always really excited by it. Um, So I was kind of, like, doing the corporate stint, which was also, like, kind of... That was the summary of my schooling and my degree. It was kind of like, this is what... You, you did work all that toward. hard work for, this yeah. is this is what being an adult looks like within this kind yeah. of frame of thinking. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, cool. Okay, so this is what it looks like. I know what it looks like now, and that's not the path that I want. Yeah, I don't do. want that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's it's I'd I'd be lying if I said it was just like overnight transition yeah. made. It was a journey right. that I think I'm still on. Mm. But I'd say it was at least 18 months since finishing at that company before I was I could even say comfortably that you I had was your own. doing my own thing full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, that's cool. That's the journey. That's what we want to talk about. Well, <laughs> potentially. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Nick? Was there was there a moment where you decided that you wanted to enter into the world of development, um, or was it working full time somewhere and you decided yeah, yeah. you'd rather cut your own lane? Yeah. So I was um, working overseas as a labourer and had no idea what I wanted to be, basically. And I'd always been good at maths and science and stuff like that and, and logic, and I'd done a little programming when I was a kid because my dad was a programmer. But um, Still is, no? Yeah, 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 still is, yeah. I think he's been with the same company for something like, what is it, crazy? It's like oh. 35 years or you something. told me outrageous. a fun fact as well about, was it his sick days? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what was that again? So he'd taken something like four sick days in like 20 years or something something just like ludicrous model like, employee and he got an award for it like yeah <laughs> I would hire him in like, yeah, well, exactly right yeah, I'd yeah. give him like a forced holiday <laughs> I know here's your they present just can't do it take your it. sick leave have three weeks how ridiculous yeah. anyway continue continue yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway yeah so I just started playing around with development I don't know and I just sort of I guess it came relatively easy to me so it was enjoyable so I just kept doing it what did playing around with it look like um mainly just uh Doing Code Academy, probably, at the start. Okay. Yeah, when I was just learning how to do stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not really much more to Cause that's Because that. that's something I'd, I'd be curious to ask you also, Alex, is like, what made you get into coding or what... Because you said like yeah. four months ago, like, what did that kind of... Pro, what did that process so, look like? Yeah, yeah. So I think it was, it was a very slow and gradual thing. Over probably the last 10 years, mm-hmm. I've dabbled with programming coding to some extent. Yeah. Like, yeah. I studied video game design at uni and I left about two thirds of the way through and there was obviously we did like C sharp and stuff in that Mm -hmm. uh, in unity and then um, even when I was much younger I did a computer science diploma and we did uh, like basic HTML basic CSS and and JavaScript but that would have been 10 12 years ago so obviously a lot's changed since then Um, but there have been points in my life where I've like jumped on Code Academy I'm like I'm gonna do this smash out like you know a week, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, it yeah. just falls to and the wayside because that's life. Um, but this this kind of go at it has been the most successful thus far, uh-huh. and I think that's probably one of the main things is like failing and failing and mm-hmm. failing. And if you keep coming back to it, it's probably something that you should well, yeah. pursue. So how did how did you keep coming back to it? Or like what was different this time that sort of made you stay in there and stay motivated and keep going as opposed um, to the other times? Yeah, so there's probably a few things. One is obviously uh, my work situation. And uh, like you said, Tom, that kind of seeing the different side of it or seeing other people and how they manage their work-life balance and the opportunities that that kind of work um, grants them is probably one thing. It's a big allure. Um, the other thing would be learning something new and being more productive. That's what I wanted to do or mi- like creating something as opposed to being reactionary. Right, right. Um, and that idea of just I, I just want to build things really, right, okay. <laughs> which is kind of like a weird thing to do. But it's kind of like why I liked game design to yeah, an extent. Okay. Yeah. And um, web development and app development, I think especially – and anything with programs and stuff like that. I'm probably quite a visual person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you, uh, I'm probably not quite as academic growing yeah, up. Right. Um, but I see this as kind of like a challenge, and it would be uh, good for me to kind of pursue this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, I think that's why I love like the web or web dev as like a starting point for programming is because it's so visual. Yeah. And I think trying to anything that you can do that like gets you a hook to keep doing it every week or mm. whatever it is. 
you know, obviously is great. And so I think that's why Web's such a good starter is because it really allows you to do that. And, and another, like, I guess, motivating factor to, like, push me into it at this point in time was, like, there's a lot of things that I want to do at the moment, right. um, like side projects and stuff like that yeah, okay. that require – I mean, nowadays, if you've got a business and you don't have a website, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? So there, there's a little little things like that, like uh, the rules that I've been working on, which is something, and, um, like, an online store and some other stuff that I want to get done. Yeah, cool. Um, and so it's all- more like you've got the projects that you sort of want to do or some things you want to do, and you're like, oh, actually, so this requires some projects programming so let's learn that yeah exactly and i think embarking on those journeys with other people would be great Mm -hmm. and it would be enjoyable and fun meeting someone and then being like oh, i have this idea and being able to actually see that through to fruition yeah yeah. would be an amazing fun time Uh so yeah i definitely think that like you know the the side projects or at least in the web dev community a side project like no matter what it is if you complete it it's like the best thing in the world because so many projects that don't get finished Yeah. yeah yeah it's a classic sort of but there's also the kind of now what feeling. Yeah. It's like yeah. so much work, so many challenges <laughs> overcome. Next. And then it's over. <laughs> I mean, I get Is it paid, ever really paid over? for this now and I just have to move on with my life. Yeah. My baby. Yeah. I don't want is, to give my baby it away. It is kind of like giving a baby away. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we kind of moved moved off your story there for a moment, Nick, but... um. You were talking about you were working as a laborer for a while and then you started to get into programming via Code Academy. Yeah, yeah. Um, were there any challenges along the way or did you fall off course or was it pretty much as soon as you started learning about this universe, um, you were on your way? Yeah, I think like I did get pretty addicted. Um, it was maybe it was to do with the fact that I was feeling a little helpless at that point because, like I said, I didn't have a degree. I'd come out of high school. Um, well, actually, I dropped out of a degree and just didn't have anything left for me, really. So I was like, shit, what am I going to do, you know? I'd been stacking shelves before. I was working out in the Kansas heat painting houses. Like, That's wild, because I think about so how your, how your brain is used today. I know. To think. Well, can you imagine me sitting there, like, looking at, like, wooden panels with a paintbrush for, like, eight hours a day? I can, it's just because insane. I was my similar, not the same, but I was polishing glasses. Yeah, yeah. Hours yeah. and yeah. hours every day. Yeah. Thinking, like, what? I think you have to go through that, though. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. catalyst. Like, everybody has 100%. to have their own version of painting the wall yeah, to yeah. get well, to it. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's like one of those things, it's like it's like the fear, right? Like, I always joke about people with the fear, and the fear is when, like, you've got a job and you don't really like it very much, but you're not actively looking for another better job because oh, yeah. you're just too comfortable with the job you have you and you're getting complacent. an income, exactly. And yeah. so the fear is where you just quit your job without any other plans and you're like, oh, shit, I need a job now. So yeah. then you actually go out and find a job. So maybe yeah. it's a little bit of that. Sometimes sort of, that's a great thing. Well, exactly, yeah, yeah. It's terrifying, yeah. but it's Great. Yeah, well, exactly. It's so yeah. motivating and empowering for sure. But I guess fear is like, a, and, and particularly intense fear is a sign that you're doing something that's... Yeah. It's a good motivating factor. And, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, it's where all the best best stuff happens. No pain, no gain, boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are some other cliches we can throw out there? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah cool. So... So you started getting pretty addicted to it. Yeah, I just did. And, like, it was, you know, like, Code Academy is just, like, a classic sort of gamified, um, you know, thing. And you get, like, little rewards. And I was like, yep, cool. Just keep on going on my streak and do it every day. And, you know, I had nothing else to do. I was living in Kansas. So I was either, you know, drinking beer or doing that. Yeah, right. So it started in Kansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Everything starts in Kansas. (laughs) Yeah, so Dorothy tells me. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, so how, what did you, how did you progress, I guess, from that being in that situation to landing your first job? Yeah, yeah, that's... So like monetizing this, yeah. 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 Um, started building websites, uh, little like brochure sites with um, bootstrap and stuff like that, just for funsies. Yeah. Um, and then had a good friend who had a construction business, so I built them a website for a couple hundred bucks or whatever it was. It never went live in the end and right. blah, blah, blah. And then um, just through some networking, had a chat with a guy and he ran a digital agency and I didn't really know much, but I said I could learn it. Mm. And so that was sort of the key bit and then just sort of got a Talked your way into trial. a job. Yeah, well, 100%, man. Yeah, yeah nice. For sure. Like and how'd you meet this guy? Uh, a friend of my brother's. Yeah, cool. So keeping it in the family, you know, just that's yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's how you get jobs. 90, yeah, well, yeah, I think that's right. probably the right. Yeah, the inner circle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, that's cool. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Tom, just coming back, mm. how did you go from, I guess, leaving your full time job to making your first dollars? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, while I was um, doing the corporate thing, um. Just one of my housemates was like, oh, I've got a friend who needs a logo for her jewellery uh, business. Is that something you'd be interested in doing? I'm like, yes, abs- <laughs> absolutely. I'm disappointed um, you didn't ask me before. Well, like, because I, I was, I, even then I must have been rabbiting on about type and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, without, without even being involved in it that much. That's great. Um, without people to point it out. Yes. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. So, so, um. So I was like, yeah, for sure. Um, and then just like on a Word document, set up a step-by-step process for how I was going to tackle this. Yep. Got her to fill out a Word document brief. Yep. I think, it, yeah, it was looking pretty gross typographically. <laughs> um, 50% up front, which I believe at the time was $74.95. Gangsta. Nice. And uh, 50% upon completion. I reckon yeah. it took about 50 hours. <laughs> Learned a lot. Yeah. But, so these kind of projects, I then... The next time I did another one, I was like three fifty. Yeah, um, You're like how far can I push this number? It took me seventy hours. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but each project, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this Skillshare course. I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to read this book. I'm going to go to the library. I'm going to get these materials. It's an opportunity to it's a good level, way to learn. Level up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so I probably I then had another guy who had his own social media. Um, agency mm-hmm. kind of set up and he needed ad hoc graphic design work and then I probably got introduced to my first like regular client who was a restaurant um, so was this all while you were working yeah sort of like hospo or so, something or was... no 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 so this was still while I was corporate oh okay yeah yeah right. so these first kind of things started to happen right right um, so it was just sort of like working or burning the midnight oil and yeah, yeah it was kind of 9 to 5 and then 5 to 9 10 <laughs> or 11 yeah, tell yeah, me about yeah. it <laughs> um, but I mean you know you, I would, as an intern at a, a multinational you, there's nothing to do yeah right you might work one day a fortnight yeah okay and the rest is just like meetings and dropping stuff, acronyms yeah. and <laughs> it's such bullshit that's seriously that's the best such, what do you like, do at work I drop acronyms I underline things you know <laughs> I'm going to highlight it. You should see a, me with it. It's there's crazy. A great, there's a great song by The National called Squalor Victoria, which kind of sums it up, right, this right. whole experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you have a pocket protector? What's that? <laughs> you know, like those things that you sit in like your white T-shirt and it like stops your pens from... Has not watched Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yeah. And it stops your pens from like drawing on the inside of your pocket. It's a pocket protector. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, okay. I that's, got, an, that's next level. That's, I never yeah. got that advanced in my career as a corporate... <laughs> um, but anyway, so there were these kind of these little pieces of interests, you know, yeah. probably enough to make about I don't know, 
$2,326 in a year. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I had a meeting with my managers and I was like, look, I've got so much interest. Um, I'm going to need to focus my attention on this graphic design business. Yeah, yeah. And like had no interest, had about, you know, yeah, <laughs> 10 bucks a week yeah. worth of worth work. Of work. Yeah. But I was just like, I just need to get out of here. Yeah. And this is what I'm... See, that was getting the fear. On. It was getting the fear. Yeah. yeah but it, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, cool. So now I just run an agency and that's it. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like I worked hospitality 40 hours a week for about six months. Until you eventually leveled it out. Yeah, it was a gradual transition from, yeah. mm. you know, and then it was like 10 hours a week. Yeah. Hospo. And then I started doing social media marketing for them. Yeah. And working in the office and doing graphic design stuff. Doing things that are more in line with mm. what you wanted to do. And then eventually yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like I stopped working for them. Yeah. Because I don't love social media marketing as yeah. a day-to-day thing. Yeah. Um, it was just a way of doing more graphic design stuff. Yeah. Well, it sounds pretty similar to like what you're doing, Alex, in terms of yeah. you know, sort of working in that other industry and slowly creeping into where you want to be. 100%. I think yeah. if you have the ability to do that sort of transition... It's, it's safer. Yeah, well, yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, you don't get that fear, like that smack in the face. Yeah, which maybe um, is good sometimes, but it depends, like, you know. Yeah, 100%. If you've got a lifestyle and you need a wage, then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I mean, I think probably in all of our positions, really, it's like, it's not, it, it takes a while to learn the foundations of a profession. Mm. Yeah. Both oh. design and, and, and yeah, development. Sure. Yeah. Um, and it's not something that you can just pick up in a week yeah, it's almost yeah. worth spacing out the projects and using each as an opportunity yeah, to yeah. cover mm. an area and I think also there is like a, a level of you can like oversaturate yourself mm-hmm. so if you do depending on I guess yourself and your personality and how you feel but like you could I think maybe that's one of the reasons I've failed before is because I would just come home every day and be like I have to code I have to code yeah. I have to code I have to code and after three weeks I'm like Fuck coding. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Me too. That's, that's what I did with Treehouse, which is like another code uh-huh. academy. Yeah. Finish the front-end development track. Yeah. It's like, I just got to finish all the classes. You just burn out. And apply nothing. And, you know... Well, that's it as well. Like, having side projects and having things to work on and, like, having Nick, like, assign me, like, oh, you should do this, you should do that. Like, dip your toes in this pool. Like, mm. that kind of keeps it fresh, keeps you working, gives you some kind of... Uh, like something to aim at Mm. and that's one of the hardest things I think when you start is having especially programming it's like where do you start programming 100% exactly that's like it's it's like a that question in itself is like ridiculous to answer because the ans- there is no right answer to so that. So what was your answer to that? <laughs> <laughs> what, what did what, you, like, what, yeah, how did you decide what you wanted to start? So you decided, okay, I want to do some programming stuff, but then what was so the next step? I guess it kind of was in line with, um, I had done video game kind of programming, if that makes sense, like mm. C Sharp, and I enjoy that, but I don't see myself working in that industry, especially in this country, and right. I don't really want to move overseas right now. Uh-huh. Um, so that, that kind of, like, got rid of that for me. Right, right. Um, I don't want to make, like, native Windows apps or, uh-huh. or, or Apple apps because yeah, yeah. I don't. That just doesn't seem, like, fun to me. Uh-huh. Um, and if I was going to make anything like that, I'd be making video games. Right. Um, so the, the next kind of, like, area is, like, either phone apps or web development. Mm-hmm. And the web development uh, is probably, in my eyes, I'd already kind of touched that area before. Right, right. And I, I was like, well, it'll be an easy entry. Mm-hmm. And then also... Um, it allows me to help myself yeah, yeah, create yeah. things that I want. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think if you can find that, that's probably the best 
place to start is find something that you want to do, find someone who can probably already do that, and then get them to set you little goals on the way and try and tick all those boxes off. Yeah, for sure. And that's probably the hardest thing to do is, one, find someone willing to help you. Um, uh, I'm very lucky in that sense. But uh, And then also having a project um, to do that is within your capabilities, if uh-huh. that makes sense, yeah. and sticking with it. And then, I mean, I guess also not being afraid to change, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what you're describing, to well, what it sounds like to me is uh, having a mentor, um, yeah. you know, that external accountability and, and project to apply your knowledge to. Mm-hmm. Definitely helps. Uh, um, and to extend from that, um, I'll just put this out to, to everyone, um, whether... Or what things do you think um, are the most useful for someone who's in the trenches at this job that they hate? Mm. So they haven't made any of the steps yet. Like, what are some of the things that you think are are useful to make that transition? I've got some ideas, but Mm -hmm. I'll put it out to both of you first. Yeah, okay. Um, I think generating a network is probably a good one. Um, I've always sort of said that you're the average of the five or ten people that you hang around with. Um, Yeah. And so sort of surrounding yourself with people who have either either done that change already or in the industry or are trying to do the same thing as you um, is definitely a good way of changing your entire sort of mindset and, and approach to everything. Um, yep. So whether that's um, going to meetups or joining some Facebook groups or, you know, anything just to surround yourself, I think is probably a, a really good first step. And like I we was saying before, you know, then when you do get down the track, you can then rely on that network to then try and get employed somewhere or, you know, Definitely. it just opens up doors straight away, I think. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that completely. I mean, yeah. you don't know what's available. Yeah, or yeah, what, yeah, yeah. You don't know what someone else's life is like mm. until you go and actually view it and yeah. you can be like, wow, I never knew that was possible that I could make a living like that and live yeah, like that. Like, sure. I want that. Yeah. And that'll motivate you probably more than anything. For sure. And, like, why wouldn't you look at somebody that's already done it? Obviously, you're not the first person to go through this dilemma. So, like, let's try and find some people and learn from it. And Yeah. 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 And, no, I definitely agree with that. I'd, mm. I'd almost say it's one of the or the most important thing is finding a community yeah and that can can exist online if if you're geographically you don't have access to particular things yeah yeah. Mm. um like when i when i was living in brazil which was pretty much the the time that i decided i was gonna go all in on this Uh um one i couldn't speak portuguese very well so that limited my ability to connect with the design community there yeah um I've, I found my community via Facebook. Right. It was the Logo Geek community and yeah. um, the future kind of channel yep, and yep, through yep. the comments there. And, you know, it's not the same as the sense of community I've found here in Melbourne with physical you sure. know, meetups. Yeah, yeah. But that was a good stepping stone. Yeah. So I think, yeah, Facebook groups, it's a good start. But mm-hmm. if, if you're fortunate enough to live in a city where there's like, I'm speaking to designers now, um, the design kids yep. um, or... You know, finding Agda. Now we're talking about Australia um, meetups, but I'm sure there are equivalents for yeah, development. For sure. You know, we've we've seen our, our other friend Nick giving a talk on JavaScript yeah, yeah. locally at a, mm-hmm. another um, co-working space. Yeah. So community is a big one. Yeah. Um, what else is important to seek out? I um, think if your work lends to it, mine didn't. But if you have the ability to kind of move. Uh, departments or like dip your toe in another department so you know if you're working in you know an accounting firm and they have an IT and they do all their web dev in-house and they do all their graphic design in-house and you're in admin or something Mm -hmm. you might be able to in work you know start you know 
maybe not practicing, but if you practice outside of work, maybe you can start doing little bits of maintenance for the website or you can start doing like, you know, sitting in on logo meetings and stuff like that. I don't know if they're called logo meetings. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Welcome to designated logo meetings. (laughs) Today we're going to talk about the logo. Do you like it or not? (laughs) Should we make it bigger? That's what happens when Tom goes to heaven. It's just a logo meeting. Yeah. So, I mean, look, if I think if... That's a, yeah, that's a really it's a safe approach. option. It's an easy option. Yeah. You can dip your toes in the water without getting wet, if that makes sense. Definitely. Um, you're not going to drown. You're still going to have an income. So not everyone's going to have that. That's probably <laughs> best case scenario for you. But I think this is important, that the experimentation is important before kind of oh, yeah. the, necessarily the, jump. the community. Because yeah. it might be that you know you go through this process of experimentation you're like, actually... I really want to work in marketing. Yeah. Mm. And this isn't... I don't want to hang out with these totally. freaky designer people like Tom. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah I want yeah. to hang out with marketing peeps. <laughs> yeah. So it's important to... This this um, experimentation yeah. is probably the, the yeah. most important part. Yeah, and the yeah. fact that you get to see real-world in-business... Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. ...examples of what their jobs are is probably very, very valuable. Absolutely. So yeah, that day-to-day Sit in of. on meetings that you're not invited to. <laughs> that's <laughs> my advice. What, what this exact thing looked like for me when I was at um, this company, um, I was going to General Assembly. They, they have these kind of one-hour, two-hour, 30-minute, whatever, kind of intro to particular industries. Yeah. So, uh-huh. like, how to make an amazing website. Right. That was like a fifty dollar thing, yeah. and I remember sitting there and I was like, "This is sick," right. <laughs> you know? yes. and I was like, "This is so sick," yeah. you know, like bringing together all the different elements. Uh-huh. It was like uh, Richie Meldrum, who is a creative director, previously of Yoke around the corner, but now a different one, which I can't recall. I think it's called August. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember sitting there just being like, "Oh my god, this is sick," you know. And then I sat in on another one, which was about digital marketing. I'm like, ugh. Not super into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was a really easy, quick way. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. I just book out all my lunch breaks to these general assembly yeah. talks. Mm-hmm. And that was a way of understanding. It's like, yeah, the graphic start design Start tasting thing. different mm. yeah, industries. Cool. <laughs> so mentorship would be another one if you can get it. But I, I guess also that kind of comes after testing some assumptions. Yeah, yeah that's sort of once you... Yeah. 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 That's very good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, uh, thanks very much for coming along today, Alex. Yeah, thanks, no man. worries. Thanks um, for having me. We'll have to do a separate podcast on ramen after <laughs> oh, yeah, some I'm... off-air conversations. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll leave that for another time. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>